Good morning and welcome to the For the Joy of Gardening podcast. I'm Tom Asterick, your host, and we're coming back to you via podcast. Uh, we've had a bunch of people that have continually requested that we get back on the air after uh, stopping the For, Joy, for the Joy of Gardening uh, radio show. Uh, so happy to come back and be able to at least get back on the podcast and be able to funnel information back to you. Uh, so hopefully you'll be able to pick this up uh, on your iTunes and uh, in your in your store. Um, we just had Ground Dog Day. Today is the 3rd of, of uh, February 2016. What a crazy winter we've had. Uh, it's been just a, a, a wonderful, crazy, up and down, cold, warm. Today we're supposed to have unbelievable rain here in Maine. Uh, we've virtually got very little snow other than snow banks left on the ground. Uh, Punxsutawney Phil says it's going to be an early spring, but... Uh, my experience here in Maine uh, tells me we may or may not uh, have an early spring. Uh, February can be quite brutal, as we all know here in Maine. Uh, we can switch very quickly into a snowy pattern, uh, but without that snowpack on the ground, things should thaw out quite quickly, hopefully going towards spring. So exciting news, hopeful, you know, for a early spring. But uh, happy February anyways. Uh, January was a great month here in the Garden Center. Uh, we are closed January and February. Uh, it's a great time for us to get caught up on maintenance and, and get planning and getting stuff priced for next year. So we've all been working. We've been working very hard to get ready for spring. And, you know, things are happening out there in the garden. Uh, I don't know if you've looked out at some of your plants, but... I took a little walk around uh, last week and started to kind of inspecting my plants a little bit. And in looking at them, you know, I'm seeing some bronzing on some of the evergreens uh, with these up and down temperatures. You know, uh, you want to consider putting another application of wilt proof on the next warm day that we have, uh, maybe Thursday or Friday this week. Uh, or take a look, you know, above 40 uh, for a few hours is a good time to put down those desiccants, anti-desiccants. So, you know, whether it be wilt stop or, or wilt proof or, or whatever it might be, um, now's a good time of year to think about protecting those plants. You know, your broadleaf evergreens, some of your evergreens, always follow the directions on, on there just to make sure we're not spraying it on anything that we can't. Uh, but now's a good time to think about that uh, and protecting um, you know, obviously at this time it's tough. You can't really wrap plants easily. There's no real reason to at this point the damage is done. But also I was looking out in the garden and saying, geez, what are those spots where I really could use an accent or something new for spring to fill in that winter doldrums in my garden? You know, some of those areas that I just need, they're wonderful in the summer. You know, there's flowers, there's flowering plants, there's great shapes, but I need a new dwarf conifer in a couple spots, or I, I need a new structure. Um, you know, I was looking at my house and also thinking, geez, you know, I really need a trellis there. Even if in the winter there was a trellis there with a vine on it, it really would add a lot to my home. So, you know, I was walking around since it was so nice, uh, you know, 45 degrees. Uh, the dogs are running around the yard. Uh, we're having an absolute blast, but I'm also thinking about, geez, how can I enhance my yard for spring? So, you know, think about adding some of those things at this point. 
when you have opportunities to get out and really survey your yard. I was uh, looking at the buds on my apple trees also, uh, making sure they're looking pretty good. They look great so far. Uh, you know, hopeful that my orchard now will be three, almost four years old, uh, and and hoping to have some good fruit for this year and be able to, to really capitalize on that uh, this year. So a uh, large, uh, wide range of varieties. I didn't do any more than one tree per variety. Um, you know, I have the classic Macintosh and Cortland and Yellow Delicious, but then I have Macoon and Fuji and uh, some of the newer varieties that really kind of are, are looking very nice. I think they're going to be really nice trees. So um, hopeful this year to put in uh, a couple cherries and maybe a, a two or three peaches this year uh, just to kind of add some balance uh, in, in a different area of my yard and be able to kind of continue that fruit production that I'm working on. Uh, also hoping this year that I'm going to do some test trials um, and build some some raised beds for my vegetable garden. I, I, I'm going to have my normal vegetable garden, which is about uh, 10 by 20, 10 by 30. Um, but then I'm going to add some um, some other raised beds and try a few of those just to, to see the difference, um, see how they drain. How My soil is kind of heavy where I have my garden, so I'm looking to kind of, for some of my other crops that have been struggling over the years, I'm going to add some raised beds. So, um, you know, starting planning that whole process and, and where I'm going to put them and how I'm going to align everything and, and uh, thinking. And of course, this time of year, it's time to start thinking about those vegetable seeds. You know, have you, have you done your seed order? Um, you know, you, there's still plenty of time, but you know, we're, we're approaching that time when you're going to start, you know, needing to think about having those seeds so you can sow them, uh, you know, with, for your tomatoes and peppers. And we still have some time. Don't get me wrong. A few weeks, but you want to start thinking about having the materials, you know. Um, by March 1st, you, won't, you you really want to have all your materials together and, and thinking about moving forward on, on a lot of these longer crops, um, you know, getting them sown and, and whatnot. If you want to take the easy way, certainly your, your local garden centers are going to have a, a great selection of tomatoes and peppers and, and those things that take a lot longer. Personally, I don't seed my own tomatoes and peppers. Um, I just go and buy them uh, either here at the garden center or I, I go and visit other local garden centers also because uh, here at Estabrooks, we can't carry every variety. And I like to try a few new things. So I'll cert wander around and visit some of my friends in the industry and, and pick up a few things here or there just to, uh, you know, supplement and try something different. If if I really like them, then we'll add them to the crop and, and uh, you know, have them for future sale here at, at the garden center. But, you know, there's a lot of planning that goes into your vegetable garden. Um, obviously, it's time to get kids involved. It's a great way to kind of start a few things. At this point, you can start a few things. You know, maybe start some basil with your kids. You know, put it on the on the windowsill. It's very easy. It comes up quick. Gives them a, a very uh, noticeable project in a very short period of time. Uh, and then, of course, you can make some uh, you know fresh herbs that'll go into the into the cooking that you're doing uh, in the kitchen and and bring that home for the kids so that you you grow something on the windowsill and then you bring it to the table and and get that experience starting in the in the winter months rather than waiting till you know till spring 
So, you know, a lot that you can be doing. Um, obviously, you can't come visit us because we're closed, but you can pick up some seeds at your other local garden center or, or your supply store and, uh, you know, start something very easily. Maybe you have some seeds, you know, some uh, leaf lettuce would be another great one that you might have left over from the garden last year. So, um, a whole host of different things that are going on here at Estabrooks. Uh, I wanted to kind of bring you up to speed of uh, some things that we've been working on. Uh, exciting things, in my opinion. Uh, we've been working really hard to, uh, you know, update our website. Now, we haven't gone live with it yet, but uh, wanted to kind of bring it to your attention that we are working on that. And and some of you might be saying, well, geez, you have a great website. Why why are you updating it? What are you what are you doing that that you need to to do that? Well, a few things. Um, number one, our website was quite old, and as you know, technology changes fast, and and we need to keep up with with times. And my cousin John has done a wonderful job of updating it. But the biggest factor was you couldn't use it on your mobile phone. So it wasn't mobile device uh, friendly. So, you know, when you pulled up our website, you know, on your mobile phone, uh, you know, you had it, it was all convoluted and it really didn't jive on your phone very well. Uh, very, really tough to read. Uh, so that was one of the biggest factors. The other thing is we, we really just wanted to freshen up the look and, and freshen up how we present uh, and, and add some of the things. Um, you know, so, you know, some things that we're working on you'll be able to buy gift certificates and print them out uh, and be able to use them in store the next day. Uh, that will be a nice function for anybody that wants to, you know, do a gift. Um, you know, you always could order web uh, our gift certificates on the website, but we had to mail them to you. So now you're going to be able to have a printable version, which you can walk in the store. Um, it'll be in our computer system the following day. Uh, you know, we, it's, it's, it's not attached to our point of sale system, so we had to do that where it's it's available the next day. Um, we'll just add it into our computer system in the morning, and then it'll be live. Uh, but at least you'll be able to, when you're sitting at home, purchase a gift certificate if you're going to a birthday or an event. You know, put it right in the card, print it out, and and that way you don't have to run into the store. Just trying to make it a little more convenient for you. Um, also going to be adding a lot of videos to our website um you know there's going to be all kinds of embedded videos so when you click on a product there'll be a video or or, or some other type of information that'll be there uh which is really exciting also um another thing we've been working on is uh our mobile app and i don't know if you know about our mobile app or not but um you should all go to your uh local app stores uh and and download that because it's going to be a pretty exciting season I'm not sure if you've heard of this new, what they call, beacon technology. It's these wonderful little beacons that we can put on signs, we can put out in, in the garden center, in the greenhouses, on products in the store, and they will interact with our mobile app so that as you're moving around the store, you'll be able to actually pull up videos on specific products and, you know, we'll be shooting those videos. A lot of them will be from us, some from our suppliers. Uh, but basically, it'll be able to tell you about the plant or the product. It will be able to tell you possibly, you know, what other plants you might want to plant in conjunction with it. Uh, maybe it's a product from, say, like Costa Maine, you know, of, of how to use it with planting vegetables or, or whatnot. But I think it's going to be a really great tool for our customers to really be able to engage with information. 
The other thing about the mobile app and the the part that I really think is one of the strongest parts of the app is the ask us function where you can actually take a picture of a plant. Maybe that you don't know what it is. Maybe you're having a problem with a plant in your yard. Um, and that email will go right directly to me. Okay. And then I will work with my staff and, uh, and or other agencies in the state to hopefully get you an answer of either what the plant is or what the problem is, or give some sort of recommendation on what to do. Uh, the biggest thing with plants that aren't doing well is for us to know about them, for us to understand why they might be doing poorly, uh, and be able to give you the remedies that may, um, make them come back to life, or we may have to just call it what it is. And whether it be snow or ice damage or, uh, mice damage, or, you know, all of those things that might happen over the winter burning, we can give you some recommendations going right into spring. What should I do? When should I start? How should I do it? And and really, nine times out of ten, plants are extremely um, resilient. Uh, they really, really, really take a lot of abuse, obviously, in this harsh environment we have this year where it's up and down temperatures. We're going to see quite a bit of plant damage, um, not necessarily from snow and ice at this point, but more from temperature swings. I really like winter when it's a consistent cold or a consistent warm. But this up and down thing we've been doing really concerns me. It concerns me about burning, which we're already starting to see some signs. It concerns me about plants starting to think about waking up and then going right back to cold. Um, You know, I don't know if you've noticed it, but I've seen on Facebook, I've seen a few people posting some pictures of some little pansies with a couple little flowers on them, you know, that the the ground's warming up. I mean, it's, it's, it's starting to happen down there. If we don't, you know, cool off again and stay consistently cool, which I believe we will, um, you know, things are going to start breaking dormancy in, in uh, February, late February, early March. And then if we get a cold snap in mid-March to late March, uh, we could, we could see even some worse damage. So, you know, time to, time to think about, you know, how can we protect those plants? What can we do? Um, at this point, hopefully you plan and you did a good job in the fall of wrapping and doing some of those things. Cause at this point, there's not a lot we can do, but again, with that mobile app, you have that function of sending off a picture. Um, and, and I think that's really going to be, um, you know, long-term, a really nice tool. I know the customers who use it now love it. It's a great way to interact. And of course, with our smart smartphones now, we can go right out into the garden, take a picture when we see something, and email it right off. I, I, for me, it's a 10-second rule. If I don't do it in 10 seconds, I forget about it. I, you know, Another week goes by, the, then the plant is struggling even more. It's just a really easy way to interact. Um, The other thing that's going to be on the mobile app is we're going to be adding a new mapping feature, uh, which will show you each of our garden centers um, where where things are located for the most part. Now, obviously, we're not going to dial it down to, okay, the Hookera are here and the Menarda are here. And, and, you know, it's going to be big, broad brushstrokes, spirea, daylilies, peonies, hosta, you know, um, some of the, the key things, you know, nursery, um, where are the restrooms, uh, you know, some of those questions. So we'll have actually a Google map 
um, you know, on the app. So you'll be able to kind of pull it up, scan in, be able to see where the annual greenhouses are, you know, um, where kind of things are located. Now, obviously, we'll try to keep that updated as best we can. And certainly, if you get to a certain area and you don't see a specific plant, ask the staff because we may have pulled a variety of, say, spirea out of the spirea area because it looks really good and moved it up front. So even if you don't see a variety in the spirea area or the juniper area, still ask, okay? Uh, That way you'll be able to uh, find out if we have it. And sometimes, you know, if you're in the Armist store, it might be in the Kennebunk store too. Uh, So that function I think is going to be kind of cool. So a lot of technological stuff going on here at Estabrooks right now and uh, you know excited about kind of rolling some of those things out in March we'll be open early March I don't want to commit to a date at this point but typically it's early March uh, you know first week something like that but you know mother nature throws us a curveball might throw a snowstorm in in the mix you never know so um, you know a lot of things going on technologically wise that that is kind of uh, exciting also Another um, exciting kind of marketing thing that's going on is the Maine Landscape and Nursery Association is rolling out a couple really exciting things. One is a new marketing campaign called Plant Something. You're going to see that hit the airwaves on on TV in, uh, let's see, April and May. Um, And it's a new marketing campaign uh, talking about plant something. We don't care what you plant. We just want you to get involved in gardening and somehow so whether it be a tomato plant in a nice container on the on the patio or it be a nice tree that you put in the front yard to enjoy for the next 30 or 40 or 50 years or a nice shrub that's that's flowering uh or anything it doesn't really matter grass seed uh but what we're trying to do is to involve people in the benefits of gardening, whether it be health and wellness, whether it be exercise, whether it be environmental, um, you know, obviously plants add a lot of oxygen, they filter our air, um, you know, they're overall aesthetically pleasing, uh, they add value to your house. So all of these things will be talked about in a, in a TV campaign, kind of reinforcing gardening and to buy at your local independent garden center. There's, uh, I believe, 18 or 20 garden centers involved in the independent garden centers in Maine. Maybe you've seen our our commercials over the last five years, uh, and we're joining forces with this new Plant Something campaign, which we're really excited about in talking about the benefits of gardening. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people don't see the benefits, um, which is surprising to us gardeners. Um, I'm assuming a lot of you who are listening to the podcast uh, are gardeners, and you get it. You get the fact of what it gives back to your environment, what it gives back to you in in um, you know exercise and working in the yard, and, and also just the the joy. You know, obviously, uh, this podcast is for the joy of gardening. Um, You know, it's fun. It's work. Don't get me wrong. It's hard work, but it's fun. We like gardening because it's fun. It's fun to add new things. It's fun to kind of share with your friends. Uh, It's 
exciting when you have people over to your house and your house looks good. Um, you know, you, you have a great conversation about a, a neat, interesting plant you have in your garden, uh, which gets other people involved. It's nice when you are able to go out and pick your own vegetables, uh, bring them into the table and make a very cool salad or a great dish or bring, you know, a wonderful dish to a friend's house that you got 90% of the materials out of your garden. So all of those things are, are very um, exciting and we're excited about this this new plant something uh, program. We think it's going to be a really great, great addition uh, to um, the state of Maine. Um, and the other thing is, uh, I don't know if you saw in the media over the last couple of weeks that, uh, the Portland flower show is not going to be happening. Now I'm sitting in our conference room right now and, um, surrounded by plaques and the years and years and years of, of ribbons and, and fun things that we had, uh, when we were doing the flower show for a number of years in the early 2000s, um, you know, late nineties and, and early two thousands, uh, where we did the flower show year in and year out. And I wanted to stop and take a, a moment, to to thank the Sprakes. Um, you know, Phineas and Joanna, they did a lot for our industry, uh, in, in the flower show, in the Portland flower show, uh, supported our industry for many, many years, really did a great job of, of, uh, putting on a great show. Um, unfortunately with the sale of their building and, and a bunch of other things that have happened, um, you know, they're not able to do the show this coming season for 2016. Uh, but with that said, uh, we at the Maine Landscape and Nursery Association have announced that we are going to have a flower show for 2017. Um, so we're really excited about that. Um, all the garden centers that I've talked to and landscape firms that have already signed on to be in this show, um, it's going to be a really great show. Why do I think it's going to be a great show? Well, I really think that we're going to get back to focusing on gardening you know um the flower show in, for a number of years um has really had a lot of vendors and other people involved in the show that really don't relate to gardening so being that the main landscape and nursery association is going to uh, be owning the show one of the big focuses that they've committed to is to have vendors and artisans that are not only main made but also very garden oriented garden related so you know art and uh, gardening tools and plants and you know really focus a garden show on what it should be is a garden show so the other thing that's really exciting is it's going to be in early april what does that mean that's phenomenal from my standpoint it means you're going to be able to go to the show, buy a tree or shrub, take it home or have the nursery deliver it to your yard. You're going to actually be able to go and shop and see something in the show and be able to buy it and probably plant it. Now, I'm not talking about the stuff that is forced in the gardens. I'm talking about like in our vendor booth. You know, we'll have options and evergreens and trees that you'll you'll be able to take home or have us deliver and actually be able to start planting. I mean, how cool is that? So now it comes to a show where you can actually go out in your yard, 
you can look around, you can actually make some plans, go to the show, look at all the options, and then get excited and buy something. Where before, in early March, you really couldn't. I mean, you couldn't really plan on doing something right after the show. Now you're going to be able to come right into the garden center. We're going to be fully stocked. Things are going to be rolling in, you know. But with that said, you know, one thing I really wanted to stress to people is the economy has come back. Now, a lot of you might be saying, oh, it's come back, but, you know, stock market's not doing well. You know, things aren't kind of, you know, I, I got some extra money maybe in my pocket, but, you know, I'm cautious. But what I wanted to talk to you about was the lack of inventory out there. And you say, lack of inventory? What are you talking about, Tom? I mean, this makes no sense to me. What I'm talking about are trees. Maybe you've never really thought about it, but the tree you come in to the garden center and buy, how old do you think that tree is? Three, four, five, eight, ten years old, twenty years old, depending on the size. So if you think about it, where were we economy-wise for five, six, seven years ago? Yeah, that's right. It wasn't so great, was it? I mean, a lot of people were struggling. Garden centers were struggling. Some of them have gone out of business. Uh, Big nurseries. What did they do? They stopped planting. They were selling what they had. They couldn't afford to put more plants and let them sit there for seven or eight years before they reap the money coming back in. So what does that mean? That means supply and demand. That means this year... There's some holes in the inventory. Is it as easy to get material as it as it was once? No. Is the material disappeared? Yeah. It's been planted on jobs. Now, why is the question? Okay. If you think about it, drive through your town. Are you seeing commercial building happening? Probably. If not in your town, the town you work in, the town you drive through to get to work, Look around. Look at all of the commercial buildings that are being built now. Quite a few. A lot of things happening. Then think about new developments, new homes. Uh, My brother just built a new home. There's uh, eight or ten homes that have been built there in the last two years. Uh, There's two or three other developments that have just been passed here in Yarmouth. Uh, You know, so there's 30, 50, 70 lots that are coming on the market. Those all are going to take trees. They're all going to take shrubs. They're all going to take a lot of these things. Now, I'm primarily talking about bigger size stuff. I'm not talking about the little small two and three gallon stuff. I'm talking about the four to five foot, five to six foot, seven to eight foot, two and a half inch caliper. Some of those things are going to be in short supply. Um, And you would think with the gas prices that freight figures would be coming down. That's not the case. Why is that? You know, everybody thinks, well, the gas prices are lower, so freight should be cheaper. The problem is a lot of companies who ship materials went out of business in the recession. So there's, what does that mean? There's less trucks on the road. What does that mean? Supply and demand again. You got to pay more to get the trucks to ship this product to us. And so freight rates have not really come down, even though gas prices have, because all of the industries are shipping more products all over the country. So challenges. 
what does that mean for you? That means I'm talking to you here in February. It's time to shoot us an email. It's time to tell us what you might be thinking about. We still have time to order some of these things if we can find them. That's the big thing. If it makes economic sense for us to go out and actually acquire them because it, you might want one tree, but I have to go to a supplier that I've never used before and then I have to build a five dollars or $10,000 order around that one tree. So what does that mean? I have to get multiple orders from that supplier to be able to ship it to me. So there are some struggles there. That doesn't mean they aren't, you know, we can't face challenges together, but contact your local garden center. Start talking to them about, number one, what they've got coming in. We may have something already on order. Likely we do. Uh, But for those special items, you know, now's the time to start talking to us. Give us some time to source stuff out. Give us some time to get you a price understand what the costs are and and that way we can really kind of move forward together and hopefully fill all of your needs for this coming spring last but not least today um you know i wanted to kind of just talk about what's going on in the greenhouse also because people are always amazed what is kind of happening we're always a season ahead so right now, uh, our Easter lilies are about seven to nine inches. Uh, the buds are just starting to set. Uh, you know, we can feel them down in the, in the crown of, of the plant looking really nice. Uh, Easter's very early this year, so we want to keep them ahead of schedule. Uh, real struggle last year with Easter lilies and making sure that they were ahead of schedule. This year, we're very fortunate they seem to be trending ahead, but only time will tell. Mother Nature will kind of give us the the guide as we go here the other thing is we planted our first batch of pansies last week another uh batch is coming next week uh so those have been planted uh we purchased a new watering tunnel for our production line so as those little beautiful plants go down the line they go under a nice rain shower uh before they go out to the greenhouse it's really cool i'm sure we'll have a video of that up uh you know on our website here relatively soon the primrose are all budded, uh, looking really good. Uh, not quite ready for sale, probably two to three weeks, but uh, really looking nice, uh, nice lush green uh, foliage, uh, really sizing up nicely. Uh, very excited about those. Gerbera daisies also, uh, all budded up, um, starting to emerge those little heads out of the crown of the plant uh, in multiple colors, you know, uh, pinks, pastels, oranges, yellows, uh, going to be a really great crop. Um, you know, we'll probably be offering some of those at Bow Street before we open, uh, so keep your eyes out for those. Um, first crop of herbs is coming along. Uh, basils are, are, are up and, and looking good. Uh, some cilantro. Uh, rosemary's looking excellent, really sizing up nicely at this point. So, you know, things are going on in the garden. Some of the perennials in our overwintering house have popped up little uh, sprouts at this point. You know, so here we are, folks. It's early February, and, and things are already getting active in the garden. Uh, what's going to be coming uh, we're starting to pot perennials in the next week to 10 days. Uh, so a lot of things kind of starting up now. Uh, once we get into February, uh, mid to late February, things really start to explode. So keep your eye on our newsletter and whatnot. You'll probably start seeing some videos. Um, you know, I'm going to be doing podcasts periodically. I'm not going to commit to once a week. It's going to be as I kind of feel like there's things to talk about. Um, And then as we get into spring, we'll continue to talk and, you know, be able to uh, 
you know, definitely, um, you know, just discuss some of the things that are going on in your garden. If you need to, shoot me an email, tom at estabrooksonline.com. You know, with any of your questions or information you might want, I will have a new link on our new website for the podcast so you can submit uh, questions there. It's just not live yet, so you can use my email. Again, tom at estabrooksonline.com. And feel free to email me with any questions, comments, uh, things you'd like to cover on, on the podcast. And, you know, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to uh, continue this uh, discussion online and uh, keep the conversation going. With that said, we're going to wrap up for this first podcast uh, here on February 2nd. I hope you enjoy your garden and start planning for spring. Uh, Enjoy your weekend and have a great day.